Now everyone's making it in film and TV, but we don't really know how. Here we uncover the truth. Welcome to the Your Cinema Podcast. Welcome to the Your Cinema Podcast today. Um, this is the place where we explore the truth about the film and TV industry and we hear it directly from those who are smashing it in their areas. Um, this week we've got an amazing guest. She's a critically acclaimed actor. It's Danny Mosley. She does video games, voiceovers. She's also one of the stars, the key stars of Dreaming Whilst Black, as well as featuring in Daniel Kaluuya's upcoming project, The Kitchen, for Netflix. What's going on, Danny? How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right, actually. I'm 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 good. I am actually really good. <laughs> As you just said that, you know, when someone asks you how you are, the the easy is like, yeah, I'm fine. But it's just like, I never. I'm one of these people. I don't like saying that because what really? is fine? I don't know what that is. So when someone asks me, I'm always like, how oh, am I? I'm like, no, I'm actually. I'm re. I'm in a really good space. I'm really good. Wow. Okay, I'm going to ask you two questions off the back of that. First and foremost, why are you in a really good place? Because I'll be honest with you, this year has been really, it's been um, growth for me personally in my life and professionally in my life. And I don't usually get a balance. Usually one's doing great and the other's not doing so well and vice versa. But this is the first time in my life where they're actually balanced and I'm just cool with everything. And I've grown a lot um, in terms of myself inwardly and in terms of what I want for my life, in terms of what I want for my career, um, in terms of what I want generally with people around me, industry-wise and personally-wise. So it's just been a very, like, trans transformative year, I'd say. Mm. You know what, right? Um, I guess I love that. Um, and I'll come to my second point after we cover this bit, right? Mm. Um, given that we're people first, and feel free, you don't even have to answer this uh, if, if I'm honest, but when you say personal growth, what, what, what are those things that um, have put you in a really good place personally? Um, and the reason I'm asking is just because that can trickle down to impacting your professional uh, life. Like yeah, you- um, therapy, massively. <sighs> therapy. Therapy, solitude also, and that doesn't mean me being in a dark room all by myself, that just means me actually just spending time with myself. I journal anyway. That's something I always do. I think as a writer, it's just a natural thing for me to do anyway. So I like doing that. Wow. Um, but yeah, therapy, definitely. And yeah, just having time with myself and journaling and realizing things I didn't realize before. And I'm like, oh, you've changed your perspective on that. When did that happen? How did that happen? And actually being like, oh, wow, you're cool with that now. That's nice. Because there's things in my life that have been going around and around. And I'm a very spiritual person and having mm. a Saturn return. For me, Saturn return is like you're a toaster and the toaster gets turned upside down. All the crumbs get shaken out. And basically whatever hangs on is what you'll have with you for the next 30 years. Um, and then, But it's about what are you willing to let go of and what do you need really? And what are you able to accept that you're ready to let go of and what are you not able to let go of? And I've I went to the Maldives for my birthday in September. Come on, that's all right. That's all right, isn't it? And uh, yeah, I was like, I deserve it. I've been on holidays in three years, so I'm going to go. And I knew the person that I was, 
the person that was going to the Maldives wasn't the same person that was going to come back. There was things I was just going to let go of and there was things I was going to say goodbye to and there's things that I was then going to implement and allow space for. So that's mm-hmm. that started to happen. So yeah. Wow. Do you know what? Um, it's It's amazing. Like it fills me with joy to hear someone, especially an actor, right? Because it's such an emotionally challenging career. You know, I was going to say role, but it's like, no, this is a career. So the challenges are every day, every audition that you get and don't get. All the, ah, the, the rejection is one thing in itself. Do you know what I mean? Like whether someone's come out the gate and their career started there and in the next five years they haven't worked or someone started and there's no work and then in 20, like it's 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 a lot so just hearing you say that i don't know it just it just actually um feel fills me with joy because i know how rigorous it it can be so no that's good to know um the second question right is so i'm very interested in like so if it wasn't if it if you weren't having a good day how would you deliver that and the reason why i say that is because two of our past guests Armani Simpson and CJ Beckford, they they seem to be quite good at being able to articulate that without giving off too much. Like, do you know what? No, it hasn't been the greatest day, but you know, like how how would you have answered that? I'm just for my own personal. How would I just, answer that? Um, well, if I wasn't being interviewed, I'd just tell you because I can't keep a lid on my own mouth, so that's just ridiculous. <laughs> but as I am, I just be like, you know what? I'm getting through it. I'm getting through it, and that's all I can do, and that is all I do. When times are hard, I just I just get through it. So. I love that. Thank you. All right. So, um, you, this wasn't the first time you came across my screen, but um, dreaming whilst black was amazing or is amazing. Right, right? Yes, it's amazing. And, you know, hopefully we get loads more series and commissions. I say we because I feel like it's my project as well, even though we're cheering from the sidelines. Um, But um, specifically with your role, right, you are perfect for Amy, right? Thank you. I don't know. I'm not sure. How else can I articulate? Like, you played Amy so well that I would think that that is how you actually are. Like, that's that's the, the like, just for me, right? Um, I want to know, how did that role come about for you? Because you, you, like, you were there when it was independent. Do you know what I mean? So, and it's been a seven-year journey. So a lot of the times, like, people that are, you know, jumping on the bandwagon now and all of that stuff, which is great, there was, like, in the trenches, um, before that so yeah I want to know how did that role come about for you so I uh, had done a web series called Brothers of No Game which I loved and Ajani had seen me in that and had been considering uh, wanting me to audition for a gym whilst like web series now I was also aware that being in a, a web series and one that was successful I had seen others that had done other web series and they were kind of just doing that they weren't doing that and I was very much like, I don't want to be the web series girl that you just see. It, like, And I'd done the bill and Doctors and EastEnders and I was just like, that's not what. Like, I did it because there wasn't anything going on at the time around 2012 and I wanted to do something and it 
it suited me and it was good and it was black and I loved it. And so I only want to do projects that make sense to me. If I can have a career that does that, there are going to be ones that pay the bills, but if I can do ones that make sense to me, then I want to do that. Um, And so I went to an improvisation night um, that um, a guy called Lionheart did with his two friends, Charles, called Subjectivity. And they were having an improv night where they were just, it was like a games night. And he was like, oh, Danny, can you come and be the one person that each group will get to do acting with? Um, We'll throw something at you and you've just got to do it. And I was like, all right. So I got up there and Ajani was in the audience and I was going from Nollywood producer to Jeremy Kyle to being pregnant person, just all these different things I was just doing. Met a Johnny at the end. I was like, oh, hey, whatever. And he was like, oh, I've got this web series. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> everyone does. And he was like, oh, I'd really like you to audition. I'd, you know, I, I would like you to audition for it. Personally, I would just like to give you the role, but I'm with a team of people for court films. And we've all said that everyone has to audition. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. Um, so I auditioned for Vanessa. And I was like, mm, I mean, the project seems cool, but mm, I, I, I don't really know much about it, but it's cool. So anyway, then I knew I did a good job. So then I got the email and the email says, unfortunately, and I thought, unfortunately, (laughs) I, what? I thought, this is long. But as I was, as that line was that line, I saw there was more writing and I was just like, what are you going to ask me to support your web series and all this nonsense? I just thought this is long. And I thought, let me just read the rest of the email. And I read it and it's like, unfortunately, we, we can't offer you the role as Vanessa, but we would love to offer you the role as Amy. And I was like, who the frick's Amy? Like, no one told me about this Amy. And I didn't audition for Amy, so who's that? So I was like, okay. And then it was kind of divine because at the time that they were going to, I started to read some of the scripts. And I was like, oh, this is this is really good. And what they're talking about and what they're saying is great. But they were supposed to be filming on a certain day that I couldn't do and they couldn't change. So then Najani was like, well, could you find us an actor then? So I was like, yes. So then found someone and asked them if they could do it. And they said, cool. But then this date was supposed to happen. And I had another friend that was going to be filming it. So then he called me and he was like, oh, what's happened? I can't find where I'm supposed to be. And I don't know where everyone is. And I was like, oh, I don't understand. So I messaged Johnny and said, oh, my friend's trying to find out where you are. And he was like, oh, did you not get the message? We're not filming today. We had to cancel it. We should have emailed him. Like, you should have got that. I'm really sorry. And I was like, oh, you're not filming? He was like, no, no, we couldn't do it today. And I was like, so you filming another time? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, when? So you told me the date. And I was like, I mean, I'm free now. <laughs> so then I was like, my other friends, you don't need to do it anymore. I'm good, girl. I got this. So then I was doing Amy. Wow. So then we did the web series. That did really well. Loved it. Brilliant. And then we won like, what was it? 36 awards worldwide. Yeah. Things. That was amazing. And then obviously BBC got involved. And then Big Deal got well, Big Deal got involved. Then BBC got involved, and then I got. I remember Johnny was kind of avoiding me for like two weeks. Just I was messaging him, but he wasn't really replying to me. But then he was replying to me on Twitter, and I was like, "Bro, don't reply to me on Twitter about something not interesting. Why have you not been replying to me?" And he was like, "Oh, I've got to tell you something." So I was like, "I'm thinking, oh no, they're not going to do Dream Marks Black. What's happened?" He was like, "They want you to audition for your role again," and I was like, "Oh." I was like, well, can't you? Like, I've told them, I've said to them, can't you just watch the web series? She doesn't need to audition. Like, she's Amy. That's who we picked it. So he was like, long story short, if you don't audition, then they won't 
consider you. So I was like, all right. So then I auditioned and I remember there was a woman there at the time in, in the room when I went in and she was looking at me funny. She's like, hey. And I was like, hey. And I thought she was looking at me funny because it's in like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. But afterwards, I re- I saw in hindsight that she looked at me like, I'm going up for your role. So why are you here? This is awkward. Okay. But I didn't. Anyway, so I went in there, did the job, did well because I, I got picked. So then we did the table read. Table read went well. Everyone loved it. And then my agent called me and was like, hey, Danny, um, nothing to panic about. Um, they're just going to put your role out again because they just want to check that they've got everybody that they want to see. And that's when I started to have anxiety attacks because I was like, what? Like, you, I had the web series. You saw that. I auditioned for you. You picked me. We saw that. We did the table read. We got the pilot commissioned. You were all there. We were part of that. But I still, in my head, it was like, I'm still not good enough. And I remember mm-hmm. when I heard that, I cried. Because I was just like, I don't know how much more I have to do to prove to you that I can play this role. Because what more do you need to see from me? I don't understand. And so then I had to wait two months uh, until they'd seen who they wanted to see and deliberated and then finally got told. And blessed Johnny, he's my friend. He called me. He was like, I've just had the meeting. You've got the role. And I was like, until my agent tells me, I can't really hear that because I, I need to officially hear it. But then she did. And then, and that was, that was for the pilot. So yeah, that was, that was tough, but. I'm sure everyone's happy now that I got that role because everyone seems to enjoy the performance I did. And I'm just like, you know, it's divine in the sense of it was always mine. And it's a bit sad that I had to keep proving that, but it was mine. So, you know, when it's yours. Wow. Okay. So I wasn't expecting that. And first I want to say thank you for, um, your transparency and honesty because that sounds quite traumatic if I'm honest um like I'm not even gonna pretend that I know the extent to what you've gone through but I just wanna I just wanna understand right especially being because because there's two aspects right there's you being friends with Ajani and then there's a show going to another level and other people having having a say, right? But in you being friends with Ajani because you've been on that trajectory for so long, like I'm guessing that's at least four years, maybe four to five years before we even get to the pilot, right? So you're Amy, like you, do you know what I mean? You've been on the shoots, the edits, maybe there's reshoots, the things that have gone wrong, it's like you know, that camaraderie has been built. What, you mentioned that anxiety, you started having anxiety attacks, right? What, could you unpack that a little bit? Just because um, I just kept hearing whiffs of things. And I didn't know when I was hearing these whiffs, if that was, it's yours or it's not yours. And I remember I would have black actors and black actresses message me and be like, yo, Dan, you must have some big job because I'm going up for Amy and Jim Ross Black. Like, this is mad. And I'm just like, yeah, good luck. Like, 
because I can't say anything. I can't say, no, 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 I'm going up for it with you. And actually, I just have to wait. Like, to be in a position of, you want your friends to do well, but it's your role. So that weird feeling of, I want you to do your best and I want them to see what you're capable of doing, but you're, you're going up for my role, that's, that's, that's mine. And that weird mix of supporting your friend, but also, or supporting your colleague, I'd say, my own friend, but also having that feeling of, but it's mine. It was, it's the, I've never been through it. I never want to go for it again, but it was the weirdest feeling to be in. And I remember my partner at the time was just like, well, you'll get another job. Like this, like you're, you're, oh. you're, you're good. You, you, you'll be fine. And I was like, it made me realize this isn't a paycheck and this isn't a credit on my CV. This show is a movement. And I, and I was part of it and I deserve to continue to be part of it. And it's part of my ethos in the stuff that I do creatively wise, which is creating positive change and doing that through telling stories. And this is that. So for that, I was just like, I don't believe that I was only just supposed to do the web series, but Hey, mm. I also knew that if it wasn't mine for whatever weird reason, if it really wasn't mine, I said to her, Johnny, I will support it. I will share it. I will da da da. I can't mm. promise I'll watch it. Mm. Possibly, because I, it was like that's a part of me that's been ripped away and I, I don't understand why so um so yes I was just very much like whenever whenever he called me I didn't know if he was calling me to say yay or to say oh just to let you know so then I just had to say to him look I know this is really weird but could you just not call me until this is all done because it's it's horrible and yeah it just it just wasn't nice and I just didn't I didn't know that the industry I'd never been in that position before. I didn't even know that could happen. I was kind of like, well, if someone's played it before and someone's all, and also auditioned and you've accepted, what is this? We're still just going to see if there's any other black actress out there that could possibly do this. And I, and I was just like, am I not good enough? I was like, I've just, have I got this all wrong? Am I not as good an actor as I thought I was? Yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. It was tough. Okay. This is, uh, it's deep because as you're telling it, it's like a Johnny is really riding for you, but then his hands are tied and it's like, do you know why it's deep? Yeah. Because so the, the, I think the first thing that I saw you in, or one of the first things that I saw you in was a short film called finish line. Right. Okay. So, um, I saw that. I don't know. I don't think Jimmy Mars Black came out before then, but I remember seeing you in that, and um, and I thought the quality of the short film. I thought, oh yeah, that was good. That was good. And the reason I say that right is because there's like two. There's like two main routes with, with acting in it. It's like you do like independent stuff, and then you know someone sees you, or you have a you have a good agent, and then you 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 get the jobs right. And in in you being an emerging actor up until this point, up until that point, right, of getting this pivotal role, I know from all of our other interviews and chats with, with, with loads of actors, I know what it's like when it's like you just want the break. You just need that in. You just need that serious credit to tip the kind of roles that 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 you're getting right and 
you especially being a black female, not that it puts you at a disadvantage, right? But from statistics and stuff that I've read, like the roles that black females play is changing now, but typically they've been very, very extremely stereotypical on like big projects. So I can't imagine the magnitude of the impact that had on your mental health. I know mental health is like a buzzword, but what you're explaining is like some some genuine mental challenges that you probably weren't facing before, um, which is... And I think it was just, it was also a case of how do you ever become a name if no one gives you the chance to be one? Like when, when does that happen? Days. So I was just like, I don't know what I did. I literally, there was just nothing I could do. I was just like, it was, it was the first time I was just like, I really just have to leave this up to the ancestors, the universe, wherever it is to just make, because my whole thing is I want the project because I believe in DreamWorks Black so much. I want it to have the right people involved. I don't want it. And if it isn't me, I I can't, there's no fiber in my body that makes me explain why it is me because I believed it was, but I was like, but yeah. if for some weird reason it's not, then I'll take it on the chin. But I was just like, I don't feel like it's not me. So that's why it was so confusing. But like I say, I got it. The, 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 the yay part of it is that I got it. And I don't know if I had that experience to prepare me for something else that might happen in the future. Like I don't think anything happens by accident, but I'm also know that like, I was having a conversation with my friend today about proving yourself in the industry. Like you get to a point where you're just like, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. I don't need Mm -hmm. to prove to you that I'm good at this. Like I've got enough to prove I'm good at this and people still want me for things. So I know I'm good at this. So this isn't about my ability. It's about other people's perceptions and what they believe the people want to see or what they think is going to be sellable or viable. That we don't have control over, you know, you just have to trust that the right person can see all the components and trust the people in the project that's saying like, I'm telling you, it's this person, trust me, it's this person that they listen. Cause I don't know who else, it could have not worked out for me. And I don't know who that actually has happened to. Cause I'm sure it has happened to somebody. Uh, do you know what? It just sounds, it sounds like, all right, this is, it sounds wrong to put someone through that. Okay. If I'm honest, I get the first audition Cause it's like, all right, cool. You guys did that. That's great. But we're putting, I don't know, hundreds of thousands, millions of pounds, whatever the budget is into this. So, you know, we have a say, all right, cool. I get that. But then to cast someone and then to just give them the runaround, I think there's a, 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 a sense of personal care that, you know, people should have. It's even making me think just a little bit more about like, okay, you know, make sure that you're treating people right because they're not actors, they're people first, isn't it? Um, man, okay. Wow, 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 wow. So how, all right, I'm going to ask you something, right? Being a black female, because mm-hmm. um, I've never heard this this runaround story before, right? Being a black female, um, do you think that puts you at a disadvantage or there's some sort of difference in the way that you you're treated or regarded well i 
Well, yes, obviously, as a black actor in Britain, yes. In, mm-hmm. in you know, in whatever gender or non-binary, yes, as a black person. Um, and I don't know the reasons. I, I can speculate and say why I think it happened. Yeah. I don't actually yeah. know because I've never had the conversation with that with, with anyone. Yeah. To do with who was of the decision making. They made the mm-hmm. decision and now we are where we are now. And mm-hmm. they made the right choice. Um but yeah, like I've definitely I've gone up for things before, before Dream Arts like even existed, where I was doing the build dots of the extenders and I was doing all those those types of things and seeing mixed race women or light skinned women or women with straight hair. I remember an actor and I don't he was he was giving me advice and I get why he was doing it. But I remember when things I was having a lull um, after 2013 and had and I wasn't I, did, I had like a three year period where I didn't work. I had three auditions in three years didn't work. And mm. he was suggesting to me, or maybe you want to look at the headshots of actresses that are doing really well and try and simulate yourself with how they look so that when cast directors are looking, they pick you as well because they're picking these people. Sounded mm. quite that. But I noticed that these black women had permed hair, had uh, weaves, uh, and I was just like, I've got Afro hair and I don't really want to be doing that. And I'd stopped straightening my hair from like 2012. So I was like, I don't really want to start doing that. And actually, if I keep doing that, that's all we're ever going to see. And I have to trust that, I have to believe that there is a world where we can have Afro hair, which is why, again, playing someone like Amy meant so much to me because I know when I was doing Dream Not Like the web series, I was doing different hairstyles and showing the different stuff that, you know, Afro hair can do. Obviously when it got to TV, they had bigger budgets, other people do my hair. <laughs> but it was just like, it's all about, for me, Dream Not Back helps to normalize things that we don't see a lot of so that people do understand that there's different array of black people living in different array of lifestyles. Like there, there are spaces for the top boys and there are spaces for the blue stories and there's spaces for Dream Marks Black because black people experience isn't one thing. There's a bunch of us and we see loads of white and different, you know, we see the period dramas and we see the Westerns and we see the crime dramas and we see the medical dramas and we see so many different walks of life of white people in Britain. It's just like, so why do we not see that in black culture? Why is it, why is it that I haven't seen a Desmond since Desmond's been out? Where we're still here. We're still doing that. You know, it seems that sometimes the industry latches onto a genre and thinks that's it. We'll run with that. And for people that do not know what black culture is like and do not have black friends, it's important for them to see different kinds of black people. Cause I went to university and I remember on my last night in my third year, a white friend of mine was drunk and was like, you know what, Danny, before I came to uni, I thought all black people just stabbed everyone and shot and just did drugs. But you're nothing like that. Mm. I was like, yeah. But mm. I also get that he comes from a place where there's, he doesn't yep. have black people around him. So whatever the TV is showing him, that's all he knows. So let's mm. see more multifaceted black people on TV so we know that, you know, we're not so estranged or it's not so fantastical. Like, there are other stuff going on. So I, I like the fact that we've had, you know, there was um, something on social media where someone was saying that they were tired of the top boys and they were tired of all sorts of stuff. And then, you know, they were saying, why aren't black creatives doing more to do more like, you know, everyday stuff. And a lot of the black creatives were like, we are, but (laughs) actually it's hard to get through if that's what the commissioners are saying that they want more of. They want more of those types of 
gun, mm-hmm. gun culture, they're going to do more of that. And actually, we can't pretend that it wasn't the top boys that got us through to this point. Let's not pretend that that mm-hmm. didn't happen. Like, everything has an evolution. Mm-hmm. So we actually needed that to then get in the rooms, to then start mm-hmm. doing other stories for those commissioners to trust those black creatives that they can do stories and they can do it well and they can get the viewership and then trust them to do other stories. So it's like, it's all symbiotic and it's all needed and helpful. So, yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that you're switched on with the 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 greater... What's the word? Perception is not the word. The ripple effect of doing a role and a project um because sometimes it's it can be like look i just want to land this role yeah the project's great but i want to land this role because that's going to help me to get there like to these this this next level of my career etc um so yeah i i love that you're very aware of that um which i think is very important like for me personally i just think that's very important um yeah yeah, I've been doing it for long. Like, I'm, this is my 15th year coming into my 16th year now of doing this. Wow. Yeah, I've been doing it for a while. And I'm just like, I don't need to be crack core number four anymore. Like, I just, not that I was ever doing that, but I was just like, <laughs> I was gonna say. that's just not like, I, but, I, but I've had agents in the past that have said, hey, and I'm just like, no. And they're like, yeah, but it's working with this person and it's on this channel. And I'm like, listen, someone else that wants to get into the industry and wants to get a chance, let them go for that role. I'm not doing that. That there's enough of us around. I don't need to do that. So no, I don't want to do it. And I'm allowed to not want to do it. So Oh my dear. Uh, yeah, I I I I love that stance. I wish a lot more people had that, but hey, each to it's their right, own. Because people will dangle money at you and people will dangle exposure and all of that sorts of stuff. And you wanna eat and you wanna be in those rooms. So yeah, you would you would do it. So I don't I don't, I don't look down on anyone that goes for it. And actually those mm-hmm. roles are there. So yeah. someone's going to do it, you know? So, yeah. Fair deez, fair deez. Um, So, right, mm-hmm. for, for me, I really love Amy's role because I know a lot of females like that. Like across my life, I've seen so... It's like, I know Amy. I know that Amy. I know you. I know you. And I haven't seen you really like that there haven't been that many black shows do you know what i mean so i've seen it more in my life than i have on like tv or 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 like a screen right um especially because there's not like a an explosive thing about amy right and that and i'm just like i get i know who you are right so I remember when I first watched Dreamy Whilst Black, I was like, okay, cool. I know Amy, but something's going to happen between Amy and Ajani because <laughs> it's the love triangle, innit? I really thought, because it's like the friends who maybe go a bit too Everyone's far. Right <laughs> Do you know, I, I, I thought, yeah, cool. That's going to happen. Cool, cool, cool. And it didn't. And I was like, oh my days. Like, that's even better because 
a lot of the time, that's who the Amy's have been in my life. They're just the, 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 the nice female that just wants to help and get you to where you're going. And it's purely platonic, right? Um, in and amongst all the, like the, the, the amazing storyline you had where you were conflicted at work and all of that stuff. Right. I wanted to know, so that's just my personal perception. Right. But I wanted to know for you, like, what was the importance of Amy, um, in terms of like how black women are perceived? Well, it's important that I think showing platonic friendships is important. I think it doesn't have to be like, you're only close to someone if you slept with them. Mm-hmm. Or if, and don't get me wrong, it could be start off like you might think, oh, and then it's just like, oh, no, actually, we're just friends. Yeah. Um, I also think being a creative and being a black creative, our network supporting each other is important, mm-hmm. and having that, mm-hmm. having that space where you can just be like, this is this isn't working the way that uni told us, or this isn't working the way that it's working for him. I don't understand, and us being like, tell me why, bro. Like, I get it. Like having those spaces and having that um, community that get you and understand you in the way that other parts of your friends and family don't understand you and get. And also again, with like, we haven't had many shows that in a comedy drama have shown, I think like something that you said that made me laugh is when you was like, I know Amy, I know her. It's so funny because when people see me out on the street, they're always like, where do I know you from? (laughs) I know, where, who's, do you meet? And obviously then we talk and then they're like, oh my gosh, no, of course, Dream Out's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But I find it, considering people have noticed me from other things, people have known me from Brothers No Game, people have known me from The mm-hmm. Bill, from other stuff I've done, it's the first time that people have been like, no, I know you. Mm-hmm. So I find it mm-hmm. endearing that people are just like, no, Amy is someone that I know. Like, yeah. I know her. That's woman's in my life. Yes. And I don't think many people can watch things and be like, no, 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 no. That's, that's, I know exactly who that is. It's not a, they can recognize it and see it and no, notice it. But it's just very funny that people was like, where have we, cause we must've parlayed yeah. or something. And I'm just like, I don't know who you are. And like, sure, cause I feel like, I don't know. Like, are you an actor? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I thought. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. But it's, but it's, it's really endearing and it's sweet. And it's also, it's also bittersweet when I get DMs from people saying to me, oh my gosh, I loved Amy. I loved your character. It was triggering as heck, but you know, cause that's my life. And then you're just like, yay that you resonate and you feel seen, but I'm sorry that this is what you feel seen for. Mm. In that same but also people also realizing that I'm not alone. It's just, it's not, I'm not the only black person in the office that feels like this. Actually a lot of us in the office that feel like this, which isn't great, but we know we're not alone which means we can be there to support each other. And I think, again, Amy being able to express herself through her hair, something that the hair and makeup team, which I really want to big up, um, yeah. costume, um, Jodie Simone and, and her team and big up um, Cynthia De La Rosa and her hair and makeup team, because they were, I've never been in productions where they want to say something without words. Like you've got the script and that's your words, but actually how can you say things that don't need it? So, Jodie Simone using um, costume to um, say things like the Grenfell t-shirt and having jewelry that says enough is enough when I was talking to my boss at the end, like just little things like that. Um, And also in terms of hair and makeup, like hair, my hair gets bigger through the episodes. I don't know if you even noticed that. And that was like, I'm getting more confident and also like 
my color scheme and my clothing gets more louder and gets bigger and brighter because Amy's starting to come out of herself and being like, I'm done with you though. So just little things like that, that you're just like these little things that you, you wouldn't notice, but actually when you think about it and watch, you think, wow. And that comes through in terms of, as well as the script, as well as the acting, but actually those things as well. And I will also say, I'm so grateful to those two teams, especially for me, because I've never been on a set. Well, I've done some stuff afterwards, but I've never been on a set so much where all I've had to worry about is my acting. Wow. I'm always worrying about my hair. That gel thing looks a bit weird. Why they put that in my hair and the top's a bit tight and when they're doing this and who wears bell bottoms at this point. All of these sorts of stuff. I've always like having to worry and like checking the mirror and check like, this person, like, does that look okay? So I can't focus on my lines. I can't focus on my intentions. It's all this other stuff. Whereas Dream Walks Back is the first show where I have just been able to go on set and be myself. And I, I'm going to say that that, that's my performance. When you don't have, when all you have to worry about is acting and you, you can fly, you can have fun, you can express yourself and be who you want to be because that's all you have to worry about. And there is not many jobs that I can say that. So I feel like my performance is due, as well as the writing, obviously, and the other actors, but it's, it's due to those departments. I've never, you said something that I've never thought of, right? I've never because we hear the we hear the hair conversation. Do you know what I mean? It's been going on for like about a year or two. Where it's like you know, oh, we need black hair and makeup. Um, and I'm not even saying it in a way to trivialize it. It's like no, it's really important because actors who aren't black have that, and it's and it works fine. But then now we have to do our own stuff, and as 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 well as act. I've never thought about it from the perspective of if I have to focus on other things other than my performance, my performance is actually going to be affected. So basically it's even more, it's, it's more important than we realize, or I would ask you like, is it more important than we realize? Because essentially Black actors, when black hair and makeup isn't sorted, you're now affecting our performance. Yeah, because I, you don't know if you've then had a traumatic experience on set before you go on set. I mean, you know, if someone made you feel rubbish about yourself and you knew you had to do a presentation, do you think you would do a better job doing a presentation if someone made you feel rubbish about yourself before you went on that stage or do you think you'd do a better job if actually everyone empowered you and bigged you up and made a better version of yourself? Which presentation do you think in that scenario is going to bring the best outcome for you? And if you've been in the makeup room and you're crying before you have to go on set or you're redoing your makeup in your trailer before you have to go on set or the clothing that you're wearing is too tight and so you're, you're, not thinking about your lines, you're thinking about how that waistline is now pinching into you and also realising that the shape of your body is not the shape of the clothes they've got for you because they've just assumed that everybody's body shape is the same. So just, this is what it is. And not and another beautiful thing is the hair and makeup and costume team, they spoke to me about what their ideas for Amy were and they asked, they asked my opinion, whether they use it or not, whatever, but we had a conversation. Like Jodie Simone's mood board for Amy was just like, I was like, what? This is great, like, this is mad. And then even to have, like, a tweet of someone saying, Amy's giving Issa Rae a run for her money on this hair thing, man, because but I was like, I will take that. I will take it. Because, yeah, and I was just, but again, 
on British TV. When do we see that? When do we hear that? When is that really a discussion that we talk about? People are talking about my performance, but they're also talking about my hair and they're talking about costume, which they just doesn't happen. You don't watch shows and have conversations about what people look like as well as their performance. Like, yeah, flowers on this project, honestly. Oh my days! You said something. You said, you said, you said, um, you said like crying in your trailer before you you have to go on right and i just realized something that i think that put into perspective is like when you land an acting job right it's a big deal and out of the however many days or years that a person hasn't worked they've it's like okay now this is my time to perform and you've got me looking like a clown like you are, you don't even realize that you're messing up my role on this job that may make these people think that I'm not good and is going to impact whether I get other jobs. Like, don't, I just, when you said that, I was like, oh, it is that deep. Yeah, it is. It really is. And also, like, let's not get it twisted. Social media, people talk. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's talking about, a scene and the that there's more tweets about the fact that your wig is off point than they are about your performance. What are we doing here? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Wow. Ah, okay. All right. So, um, Amy, 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 I want to know how has playing Amy like impacted your career? Uh, I, it's done wonders, honestly. I don't, it's, it's done wonders. It's got me, um, American representation. And I, come on, I didn't even apply. Like they came to my agency in the UK. Wow. Yeah. They came to us and was like, we want her. And they had, that was off of the hype. That was off of the reviews. And then I, my agent has cut up some scenes from Dreamworks like and put it on my show reel. So when she spoke to the, the person she was like oh um so you enjoyed the series and he was like oh I haven't seen it and she was like sorry and he was like oh no no like I've heard the hype I've read the reviews and I saw her show role so I've seen the scene she's done I get it she's great yeah let's talk and I was just like whereas Danny who's wanting to be an actor since she was eight years old who's been clamoring getting trying to like Dear, da, da, da. I would like to be in your agency. Like that's you know all of that, and I'm just thinking, wow, that just happened. I'm being seen for bigger and better roles. I'm having cast and directors tell me that they're fans of mine now. Like it, it literally. I knew what Dream and What's Black could be for me because I knew what I could give to it, which is why it hurt when I had to wait when they mm. weren't sure about me, and also I knew once I got it, I was going to show you why I got it. Mm. I, but I, I didn't even know the reception that it was going to get. Because even when people tell me that they think it's great and all these sorts of stuff, for ages, I was just like, I don't understand. I was talking to my best friend. I was like, I don't understand why everyone keeps saying that it's so good. I don't get it. And then I realized, because people don't know what I can do. Mm. And actually, I always thought like a, a, a big performance and a, like a well done was like, I'm crying, I'm emotional, I'm breaking down. And my best friend was like, and you're learning that it ain't that. 
actually when you're just truthful in the performance that you do, that's enough. That will resonate, that will engage, and that's enough. And I was like, oh, yeah, which is what I try to do all the time. Okay. Nice. You see, and that is why we love Amy, because we know her, because you played her truthfully. It, do you know what? I love... It, it, you know, sometimes you feel something um, and you just get something, but I think you just articulated that amazingly, or you and your best friend, um, because one, for me, one of the, like, one of the realest actors, right, is Shaq B. Grant, because he does that. What you I just said. I love him so much. He's so great. I worked with him on Everything I Know About Love, and he's just, from when I met him, I was like, you're in my tribe. Like, where are you? <laughs> like, he is like like he can be anyone upper middle class from the hood whatever and you believe it it's like like you said it doesn't have to be a huge performance and i'm sure he can do that i'm sure you can do that but it's like it's not just that because acting is portraying life and so then life has to be truthful and like yeah that is Thank you for helping me find those words. Okay. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So I wanted to know, right, like you mentioned like with um, like having a mood board from costume and 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 having like discussions with hair and makeup, et cetera, right? Um, I want to know like when you get a role, how much are you able to bring you to the character? Um, cause I know dreaming whilst black is one thing and that's a particular, like you said, it's a movement. It's not just a, a, a project, right? Um, hence the, the back and forth in terms of input that you were able to give. Um, but is that a normal thing? Like, and, and if not, how do you, and is it important for you to bring yourself to the character or like, yeah, just, just. Well, to be fair, I've got, I'm only going to be honest with you, I'm not going to lie, but this is obviously my first um, lead supporting role. Um, So this is my first role where I've been throughout the entire series, which means I get to have more attention put on what I wear and what I look like because I'm throughout the series. Whereas I've always been a guest lead in things. I'm only in there for like one episode. Um, Um, However, I have done I did two TV two other TV jobs this year and um, mm. just one episode is and I mean one of them doesn't count because one of them was with someone I've worked with before so that's fine. But um one of them was like my agent has stipulated that I have to have someone that knows how to deal with Afro hair. And if you don't have that then get someone. Because what we're not gonna do is that because every time like you said before and this is what's reminded me actually thank you. When you book a job, you're so like, I want to get this job. You do the recalls, you get down to the last two, you do chemistry read, you get it. Yay. Then your next anxiety is, what are you going to do with my hair? Wow. That's the next thing. That's, I always worry about that. I'm worried like, so, so what, what are we going to do now? What, what am I going to have to fight with to make this work? And what are we going to do to make it comfortable? Are you going to protect my hair? Which is a, what I do love about Cynthia De La Russa and her team is that they have a whole thing about protecting your hair they're going to put it in wigs, if they're going to put it in braids, if they're going to tongue it or do whatever, it's a conversation, what are you comfortable with, what are you not comfortable with and how are we going to protect that hair whilst we're doing those styles so that 
the condition that your hair came in, unless it wasn't great to start with, the condition your hair came in, you leave with that same condition. It's not mash up, which yeah, is the most, yeah, which yeah. it can be like, they're just like, this is what you need to look like for this. We'll do whatever we need to do to make it look like this. And whatever happens afterwards, you're just going to have to deal with that. So have fun with that. Um, so because I've only been like guest leads, I, I went through a transition where from the bill, bar one job where I did a Sky One a job in South Africa where they mm-hmm. need to do like a, um, I've always done my hair myself. So I would come to them and I'd be like, so this is the different styles. So you just pick what you want me to do. And I would turn up and sit with my hair like that. And they'll be like, oh, oh yeah, because that would just, you know, if you're all right with that. And it's like, I'm not. But actually, I won't be all right if I go and sit and you mess it up. So, so I was just very used to doing my own hair. So I never had to worry about that. Makeup's not been too bad. Generally, they'll get the pigmentation right. So that's, I've never had too much of a worry with that. But yeah, yeah. Hair, I've just, I just, before Jim Mark's Black, I was doing it. Wow. So when you see me in EastEnders, you see me in Doctors, you see me in, I've done it. Uh, wow. That is, that is a shame. Yeah, a huge shame. A huge, a huge, well, a huge. Change. And, you, and it is a shame, but also it was, I'd rather I do it than me be on uh, set, just like keep doing this, like looking. The lesser of two evils, basically. Yeah. I hear so, you. So yeah, but it's, with people like Cynthia De La Rosa, it's getting better. Mm. It really I'm very, very grateful. Wow. No, I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, now, it seems we're in a very, very important transition phase in terms of like how black cultures perceived and interpreted, um, especially in terms of like the stories and roles that um, come under each production. Why would you say, and if, if you agree, right, why would you say this time is so important? Because we've never had this and I've said it before, like, I really, I mean, I really don't want this to be a moment in time. I don't want to be, do you remember 2023 when it was all great? Do you remember how it, that was it? Remember that? I, I really don't want that to be. And I get, I don't want all the shows that we're seeing, the shows have yet to come out that are predominantly black shows. I don't want it to be performative. I don't want it to be like, you had your time, calm down. Let's get back to, because it's just like, get back to what? What are we getting back to? We're still here. We've always been here. And we don't want to have to keep, one thing I will say about my peers is that, you know, the whole one in, one out, there's like, there's one of us in and I'll, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you in. And like, you know, it's not a one in, one out anymore. I kind of feel like what's happened is one of us has got in and then they've, they've left, they've put their foot in the door and they're like, <laughs> and they're like what but no he was always here what no yeah. always been around. Do you not know? no come on and so I'm just so going to events now I'm seeing more of my black peers and I'm just like yes 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 and you know like sometimes you, you hear people like in Hollywood and they're like their friends and their friends I'm like this is what we're doing because we want to support everybody and we want and especially when we know that people have been grinding and thriving and doing well and not getting their flowers and we're just like no you deserve your flowers so when we get it we're going to be shouting it from the rooftops and we're going to be pushing it forward but it's just beautiful to see that like yeah like your Shatby Grants and there's loads of people that I could mention there's just there's yeah, loads yeah, of beautiful yeah, people yeah. That are doing beautiful things and in theatre as well the Bush Theatre is doing a lot of things like I love the fact that Red Pitch 
is now going to be. I know, right? Like we deserve to have good stuff. And there's so much good stuff. And I'm tired of commissioners commissioning stuff that isn't good. Even us as a black community being like, what is that? And then commissioners being like, well, we tried it and it wasn't good. So this one going to commission it. And it's just like, no. Because you didn't do your due diligence and you just thought, we'll just pick the first one. Because we know someone, we know someone and not do and actually, rather than what's good, and now I'm, I believe I'm seeing good black content. I'm like, yes, yeah. let's have more of that. Um, so yeah, that. I'm just, I'm excited, and I just hope we just keep pushing and pioneering. And I have other friends that are writers and producers, and they're producing and writing stuff that are great. So I want mm. their stuff to get picked up because it deserves to be seen, like any anyone else's shows. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Um, so. Yes, we are definitely in a transition. And I, I, I feel like this project, The Kitchen, uh, is definitely a part of that. Um, because, like, it's a first in some respects, you know. Like, I think one one big thing off the bat is, like, you know, Daniel Daniel's first film, let's say, in terms of... Because he, he, he co-directed it with Kibway, right? Mm-hmm. Like that is like everyone all across the world is going to be like, okay, cool. Let's see. Like we want to watch, we want to watch. But then it's also like UK, like our culture and, you know, got that dystopian kind of feel like it's huge. I I feel like it's going to be a pivotal mark when we look back in terms of like, you know, that, that project, right? What was it like being a part of that? I mean, it was, Unexpected, I think, for me, because I just thought I didn't know anything about it and I didn't know everyone that was involved in it. Um, and shout out to Aisha Bywaters. I, I love her as a casting director. She's just great. She's mm. such a champion for black yeah. artists or highly melanated people in general. She's just mm. on it. And I've already said to her, anything she puts me up for, whether I think it makes sense to me or not, I'm going up for it because <laughs> she knows what she's doing. She's very good at her job. Um, mm. So, yeah. And it was just like, it was... I mean, my scene is small, and people keep saying to me, "Stop saying that." But it is. This, we're not doing that. <laughs> but I'm also just like, but it was. It took two days to do that scene. Wow. Well, it took it took a whole day basically to do that scene. But and we had to keep like, and I. Well, anyway, the scuffles and stuff like that, and it was there was a lot of like um, uh, action that was happening, mm. and I, what people sometimes forget is that when you're filming these things, you can do forty takes of the same thing just to get it right and that was quite a big choreographed moment that um that was happening that and it was just like doing it again and again and again I remember I was doing a theatre job and I had to I had to shout and after like I don't know the 20th take I was like I've got a show tonight I actually can't keep shouting now because I'm I can't lose my voice because I've got to do a show which is a beautiful problem to have like who isn't filming a film in the daytime also this happened while I was doing the kitchen yeah, I was doing a theatre show. Oh. I was doing a show with Ray Fiennes. I think. So yeah, name Oh my days! And they let me. Thank you, Bridge Theatre. They let me um, film uh, for the kitchen, um, but they were like, "She has to be back by this time." But also, I also have to make sure that I can talk on stage. Um, so yes, yeah, so that was just a lot, and just not understanding, and then like finishing the scene, and then like two days later, just having all these scrapes and just being like, "Where do I get?" <laughs> And just realizing, like, 
Oh yeah, because you got attacked and so yeah, but it was it was fun and it was crazy and it was like real, but you felt safe on set as well. There was like choreographers and the stunt people that I worked with. He was just like, you go as hard on me as you want, but you let me know. I'll be as gentle as I can. And then after every take, like, are you okay, Danny? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, give it. Like, let's <laughs> a shot. Do you know what I mean? But also after like after like 30 takes, being like, okay, maybe I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna calm down. Um, but yeah, but it was great. And then I had another day that they didn't use in the end, but um, mm. just, yeah, just being emotional and just, and I think again, every time I'm on set and every time I do another uh, project, I push myself a little bit like, can I, can I just, can I cry like that? And I remember I, there was the scene that they didn't use in the end where um, something happened, but I wouldn't say anything. And I, I got emotional. I remember I was like clamoring, doing whatever. And I was in a van and they shut the doors. And as soon as they shut the doors, I knew that the camera was going to finish filming. So I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. And as soon as they shut the door, then I was like, and the actress knew me. She was like, what? My girl's busting eyeball. And all of a sudden she's just all right. Like, she's sick, you know, she, like, just like proper, just like, and me just being like, oh yeah, not everyone can do that. That's kind of cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like, you know, but just, and I guess just, just for testing for myself and also working with Daniel and, being a fan of his and meeting him from before and knowing him and just being proud of him of how well he's doing and getting to talk to him about his journey. And it's just lovely. It's just really nice to, to just to know that someone's talented and is actually a cool person as well. Yeah. I got you. 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 Oh man, man. Well, um, Danny, it has been a pleasure speaking with you today um yeah it's been an amazing year for you long may it continue yes. um and yeah man we're gonna catch up 2024